one. And we are recording Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022 at 3.33 p.m. Eastern Time, episode 874. For uh, anybody wondering where I was, my little brother got married last weekend and I was gone for like five days. And I never cease to amaze myself at my ability to go from a vacation where I'm unplugged from the podcast and then come back with the most sobering of first episodes. It's always something brutal and today is no different. And um actually had seen um the girl, the the little girl in the for everybody listening to the movie, these little ones, uh a film by Matt and Nick and uh I believe produced or started by Stu Peters came on two weeks when we talked about it. I had seen the interview with the the little girl in it and that's terrifying as it was when I first saw it. And not to make light of it, but as far as documentaries go about satanic ritual abuse, you guys had a killer fucking soundtrack. So I mean, <laughs> not enough. I hadn't heard flagpole sitter in a while. Paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't be like singing along with this. As it was it's a great to. song. Yeah. And it was. It was hey, but real quick, hey, Matt and Nick, uh, please introduce yourselves. Uh, Matt and Nick or whoever, whichever. Yeah, we're Matt and Nick. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm Matt and this is Nick. Hi, yeah. nice. We're from um, here in Florida. Yeah. Um, so what, so you guys had just said before you had uh, met Dr. Malone. So what, do, what's y'all's like specific thing or is it just kind of where, wherever the wind takes you? Because I mean, that was an intense, that was an intense document. And I'll link it to everybody. It's free. It's on rumble. Genuinely, genuinely good. I mean, I always tell people to listen to um, um, the Franklin scandal by Nick Bryant. That's a that's a really good one on because it's so easy to gloss over, right? It's so easy to you talk about child trafficking. Everyone knows it's real. And then when people hear SRA, satanic ritual abuse, they write you off as a as a madman when there is documented evidence of this up to the highest levels of government. What what led y'all to want to get involved with this as I, other than like an, a moral obligation? Yeah. Death that's... wish. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Um, honestly, um, you know, we were brought on, um, to do some films with, uh, Stu and, uh, we, we tagged along with Stu to a rally that he was supporting one of the, on uh, a governor's race. And, uh, we were with him and went and talked to Diego Rodriguez, whose uh, grandbaby was kidnapped by CPS. And we sat in there with, we did an interview with Stu and them. And after the interview, we looked at each other and we were like, that's our first film. There you go. Like God put it in right there. He just laid it out and he said, this is going to be it. And then once that happens, we just start going down the rabbit hole and uh, we just keep digging and more things come to light that we never know. Oh, that yeah. and, and and the amazing thing in this film is uh, we talk to, then we go to sources. We go to like, we don't want, we're not experts in this. We're not sure. experts in CPS, child, child trafficking. We're not experts in SRA. We go, like we talked to you, we went, to uh, Robert Malone to talk about vaccines because okay. we're in vaccines. Yeah. So in this one, we went to people who had dealt with SRA, who counseled them and who are victims of SRA. Let me tell you, my friend, we did, we did this interview with this woman who was an SRA victim. I, I found a 1988 60 minutes episode from Australia about a girl in England. Her interview match the interview we did in 2022 identically yeah that doesn't happen that's that's that means that this is real and it's consistent 
Yeah. And for so for people wondering kind of like what's the what's the um significance of that? It's finding I believe in in the interview with the girl in England, I watched that I think in 2017 or 2018 and they have the expert in there in satanic ritual abuse and you know and he talks about how kids from all over the world have these identical experiences and it's it's very and this is the one I always draw on right after World War II when we brought back a lot of Nazis and the Nazis had developed the Messerschmitt 262 the first jet engine fighter aircraft or aircraft in general the Nevada test site is the largest uh, military test site in the world it's obviously in Nevada inside Nevada is Groom Lake colloquially known as Area 51 it's secrecy within secrecy right after World War II we were testing uh, our own jet engines with the Nazis because we knew we were going to go toe to toe with the Soviets. And they had these sort of, I guess, less read in pilots in the surrounding area. It's literally a base within a base. Well, the Office of uh, Air Force Intelligence, so I guess ASOSI, um, AFOSI, had agents in like the pubs surrounding Groom Lake. And they'd hear, you know, they'd hear guys like me going in there and just talking about whatever. And every once in a while, someone would be spilling the beans about a a craft they saw with, like with no yeah. yeah well not not even that it's just a but it's, it's, same idea but they would yeah. talk about a craft with no propellers yeah. and it's in the 40s so it's like what the hell is this well they didn't want that getting out that we had these so what the pilots in the jet engines would do or in the jet aircraft would do is i, I shit you not it's in a operation paperclip by annie jacobson they'd put on gorilla masks when they saw propeller aircraft coming near them. So then these guys would be at bars and they'd be like, you don't get it. It was going twice as fast as me. There's no propellers on it. And get this fucking gorilla piloting. And everybody's like, Oh, looking Tommy, he's a drunk. He's an Irish pig, but it worked. It worked. So there's disinformation. Well, so this is the thing, right? Look, not to cut you off, but no, look. no, but that is satanic ritual abuse. Yeah. So goat oh, heads we were talking and... about this satanic panic in the eighties. Yes. Look, it wasn't Ozzy Osbourne. It wasn't Judas priest. That's silly. What it was doing. It was softening our, 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 our acceptance of this and, and really diverting it to really what it's about. It wasn't about those record sales of easily, uh, you know, uh, public, publicized and you know given these these lyrics or whatever that's just making money right yeah. they knew how to make money but there is an underbelly that is real that is doing this yes. that has not stopped and we bring it back biblically to deuteronomy to leviticus to moloch that thing is consistent throughout history yeah and that's that's where the sort of misinformation comes in so you have these kids saying i was kidnapped i was I was trafficked. I was groomed to these to these wealthy estates, which is, I mean, we mean just recently, right? Epstein Island, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. It's it's a proven form of intelligence leverage. It's going on and on, and then it's, yeah, and they were all wearing red cloaks, and there was a goat head, and so red shoe brigade is real, man. Yes, so that's a real thing. But that's the thing is, so people can very quickly go, oh, the kid had a nightmare. It's up until, yep. and they wore a gorilla mask, and you believe it. So. I don't think that's like an accident. I think it's so I don't know. over the top that it's there. I don't think that's the sole reason. I think they're genuinely fucked up demonic people. But I also think that there is an element of you can write the child off as, oh, this kid's scared or this guy is looking for publicity. You've, uh, I'm sure if you know Paperclip, you know Mockingbird. Uh -huh. and you know that Ian Fleming was in collaboration with the OSS to create 007 as uh -huh. a, an attractive version of 
what they're doing as intelligence mm -hmm. operations. And then that morphed into the CIA saying to Hollywood, basically everything goes through us. Mm -hmm. uh, the best way to cloak everything that's happening from an SRA standpoint is to fictionalize it in entertainment. 100%. The church committee, they told you right there that, look, we run the news agencies. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, we we are so easily duped, I'm saying, our society, because they accept whatever this uh, crap they serve up to the public as truth because they put on a suit and tie and speak garbage out of a teleprompter. Yeah. I mean, it, and once you really get into it, these are really things that are happening to real people. Uh, I was saying when I go fishing, I don't go fish in my bathtub. There's no fish in there. Yeah. These people go fish in CPS and foster care because those fish aren't going to be asked where the fish went when they yeah. go get caught. Okay. There's a the clip cracks. in the movie where um, uh, 165 people uh, were found in a traffic, uh, like in a bus or a van or whatever they found the 65 percent of those people who they, the kids they caught were in cps care the wards of cps okay and they didn't report them missing you do the you start thinking about why and where and how and start asking questions like that because they're not being answered and they're not even being asked yeah and i mean pedophilia is as old as time but i always i always look at it in uh and I try to look at it in something that I can like at least relate to people like like the Cold War, intelligence leverage, power over nations. It's kind of like what Joe Rogan said years and years ago about like why UFC was getting so popular. Right. I mean, we're in the United States. We understand football. Somebody from, I don't know, like Australia watches it. They don't maybe understand the significance of someone throwing a ball and catching it in a different painted rectangle. Just yeah. like I don't really understand cricket. The rest of the crowd goes wild. And I'm like, what happened? But. What's the, a knockout. Yeah, what's the universal language of UFC? <laughs> the hand hitting yeah. the jaw and the spit flying. I think that's also an attractive element of this to intelligence agencies is that's the universal, yeah, left, right, I'm your American, you're Chinese. If there's video evidence of a politician raping a screaming toddler, Bro. that's the universal, you go, oh. And it's used by like Mossad. Like this is the absolutely true. These are these are real things that like Epstein was a Mossad absolutely uh, a scheme with the CIA. We talked with uh, RFK Jr. and our last thing we did, and he's he said this is all like this is all most of everything that happens CIA uh, ran. This yeah. is what they do, you know. Yeah. And um, I, you know what was funny? I, I was at Epstein Zorro Ranch the day he died. Oh, went, no shit. I went and knocked on the door of, of that ranch. I, I crossed a two-mile desert to because I was in New Mexico for another film I was doing. And uh, we just happened to be in the neighborhood, so we went and knocked on the door. And I flew a drone inside of his uh, oh, compound. Uh, oh, Straight shit. up crazy. On the day he died. That's insane. I, inter I interviewed Dr. Levine, who wrote the book about Epstein called The Spider. Dude, Epstein was, I mean, that was another thing he was doing, as we all know about the human trafficking. His one of, towards like the end of his life, one of the things he wanted to do was like seed the population with his They're own. In, at Zora Ranch. Yeah, in That's New Mexico. He wanted so to we like. We were running because there we heard some dogs. We ran over this little thing of grass. It was the softest, weird, moistest grass I felt right in the middle of this desert. And right when I hit it, I felt like. Whoa, like it felt like something like energy wise was in that grass. Like that's something where wrong. 
It was crazy. I also went to his New York mansion that Les Wexner gave him for like a dollar. Yeah. You know, you know, on the yeah. other side of that is where the Pope stays. That is the emissary to the United Nations. I mean, check this out. We are standing out there with a live view and a camera. A nun opens the door and lets us in. And we had free reign of the place. Like we were just like walking around the whole thing. I went to the back and guess who is adjacent? They share the back alley. Jeffrey Epstein. Jesus Christ in heaven. Dude, like, I couldn't make it up. I, I saw it. I was there. I recorded it. It's legitimately real. It's one of the things that when you start saying it out loud, I mean, again, back to paperclip, I always think about, imagine like it's like 1948. Your grandpa, your, your dad would have just came back from Okinawa and 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 someone comes, or he, he comes up, and it's veteran, and somebody comes up to this veteran, and he goes, you know, Uncle Sam? Like, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, do you know they actually just brought back Nazis and they're in the desert in a classified compound? And what are they doing? They want to go to the moon. <laughs> you look at them and you'd be like, you know, it's like reefer madness. But that's that's exactly what was happening. And like, why did we fight that war? You know, like, look, the whole America history, that's another thing. You have to reconstruct, like, who founded the country and, yeah. like, who are the real founders of this country? The idea is great. Yeah. And, and the freedoms and all that, what they fought, but who actually built the country that we live in and what institutions did they bring? That's literally the answer is Freemasons. Yeah. 100%, um, without a doubt. And circling back to what you mentioned about, um, intelligence and and this being leverage and the videos and Epstein's Island we know had CCTV cameras and so on. In and his so New York apartment, mm-hmm. I find it fascinating to to observe the art that like the Podestas have because um, oh, yeah. the, there is an escape velocity as an elite where you can hang it on your wall and, and do it all day. Yeah, and it doesn't Bro, doesn't change anything. Comic ping pong can have literally yeah. a sadist masochist uh, torch art exhibit. Uh, exhibits, rock shows, and I, I, I took him when we were in D.C. to come at ping pong to say, look at this place. This is little, like going in here. James Elefanta said hi to me. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was very He won't eat the pizza. I did eat it because it's pretty this. good pizza. I, I know. Can't. <laughs> bad. Matt, I give him credit. He's like, I ain't touching it. Matt's been co-opted. He's, he's been compromised. He, he was bought for some pizza. pizza, okay, guys? He Everything was, I say is a He was bought off, just like the guy that betrayed Cappy. You're on the inside betraying yeah. both of us now. It comes to comments. You, I, you yeah, he ate the pizza. I should have known. Yeah. should have fucking known. It's... It is. I think that's probably the best way I've heard it. I've heard it put into words is there's an escape velocity to where it's fuck you money, but it's it's fuck you untouchable. It's well, with WikiLeaks. Like if if WikiLeaks didn't come out, think about it and look where he is right now because of this. Yeah, you know anything with spirit cooking or yeah. that perversion like Moloch, <laughs> the the pizzas, the, the the hot dogs at sixty five yeah. grand. Color, cut into your hand and eat the pain or what do you remember those you that, know what he had on there he had the sdgs from the from yeah. uh, uh the web well, yeah and, those and are the, the s the those fish. are the 70 sustainable goals but dude the president the president of the united states son has his dad's contact as pedo file pedo pete and we're all just like yeah we'll keep going uh, i think it's like, who's in power that's going. why because they have the power, I mean, they have the judges. Yeah, it's quite literally untouchable. Is, yeah, it's 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 a spy satellite going over a third world nation, and the dictator is just looking up at it, beeping. 
And then you, send in, then you send in some crazy <laughs> who said he listens to Alex Jones with a gun. And gun, and yeah. Everything. And then you're like, everything they said is crazy, is yeah. not real. Some yeah. lunatic just proved it by shooting a gun into an empty pizza place. Like, everything else, forget about the artwork I and all that stuff. I heard that, that one of the bullets happened to land in a hard drive and that no one was killed. Oh, well, that's perfect. <laughs> what a shot. Yeah, what a what a shot. I wonder how where he learned to do that. Probably Dude, fucking Quantico yeah. or Langley. Well, look, look, we're looking at all this stuff coming out, all the school shootings, you know, like it's all like this all theatrical stuff, you know, and uh nothing Uvalde, we should have marched in there, took every one of those police officers who didn't respond and had a civil trial right there. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? That's why we made the film out. These are kids we're talking about. These are yeah. little babies we're talking about who are actually going through the most hellish existence. And yeah. we sit there and say, hmm, tough, tough for that kid, because you don't, it's not your kid. You know, yeah. it's always yeah. like until it happens to you type of thing. But I'm sorry. I was given an ability to tell stories in an entertaining way. And I want my stories not to be fluff. I want them to have real, uh, I want you to think about it when you're at home yeah. or when you're at work. And what are we doing? All you can do is probably share it. And that's what you should do. Share yeah. the video. That's yeah. what you should do. And as much as we're, you know, we're we're making this episode funny and, and light, there's really nothing else you can do. But that is like all like fluff aside. It's, you know, we're adults. You know, we fuck up. That's that's on us, right? And it, it's you have to grow with that and you have to learn from it. All right, this is the reason I got dumped. This is the reason my friend doesn't talk to me. This is the reason I didn't pay my rent. There are, I mean, truly, it's the innocence of innocence. Well, like our film is these little ones. As a yeah. Christian filmmaker, I have a Christian worldview, okay? Jesus in the red letter said, if anyone causes stone these around the to neck. stumble, then put a millstone around their neck. He's giving a warning. You mess with these kids, and it's better for you to have that happen to you. Why? Because he wants to protect these kids. And we see it with abortion. We just let that go. Like 50, a genocide, a population of black people. Like this, all right. Margaret Sanger. In the community, they accepted that. That's what's the craziest part. They're so good at mind manipulation. Dude. They're like, no, it's good. It's good for you. Go kill yeah. your kid and have another one. And it's empowerment. Impressive about, yeah, that, that. It went from ritual, religious ritual, to, oh, bro, no, but you're going to be free. Yeah. No, no, this is good for you, actually. It makes you, it makes your life better. Your you're, wife, you're a girl you boss. Those body parts, we're going to sell those things. No. And then <laughs> you're a girl Mike, boss. Mike Pence is like, we've looked into it, and there's no truth in that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the governor of Greg Florida, Abbott. Greg Abbott, a tech dude. And then what we find out, a journalist goes in and, uh, what's his name? David Delida. David Delida, brave man, goes in there and, oh, what do you know? He's buying brains from people. Like, little, and and they come in variety packs. Like, <laughs> like that's what we're talking about. Like, <laughs> oh, it's, my God. It's so sick and twisted that you have to, I don't know, I don't know. You have to either joke about it or block it well, out. Well, there's nothing to do but there's nothing to do but make jokes around it because it's so unpal. And in April, 2014, my, I lost my older brother to suicide. There's yeah. really not much I can do, but, but try to remember the funny things about him. And when I see something laugh and go, John would fucking love that. Like John, someone who would laugh about the fact that like, I was singing along to flagpole Sitta while, while watching like the closing, like remarks about Cappy's death. Like that's, and I have to remember that. 
because if I don't, I'll go insane. But then right? also you can talk to someone who's going through a problem. You know, you have that firsthand experience where you're right now. And that person who might have felt like, look, you're dealing with it now. Yeah. Right. You, I bet you miss your brother daily. Every day. I think about him every called, single day. You could have been like, bro, call me. I would yeah. I would do anything for I'll fly right now. Yeah. But but now you have that firsthand, and that's what we have. Now that we what we would you say in the last one when you know? Yeah, it, that that you're culpable as soon as you know something. Yeah. If you're yes. ignorant, you're not responsible. Yes. That this film is making hundreds of thousands, hopefully millions of people culpable. And it is. some of the people who are like they're based and they're like, this is rehashed things. Okay, for something, we're not the district attorneys here. We're not going to build a case yeah. and go after them and put them in jail. Okay, what we can do is uh, kind of get everything together and show that this is a true thing as the passing time to now is present living danger and go find the fire where the smoke because there's a ton of smoke. I can't even see clearly because there's so much smoke. Okay, yeah. we're, we're just filmmakers. Yeah, uh, this takes people to get organized and like do something. At least share the damn thing. You can do that. But it's also you put it in like, yes, it's it's reproduced material, but it's also, I mean, listen, there's like a, and I'm a guy that loves all this shit. I mean, yeah. I've done 870 plus episodes of everything under the sun. Dude, 874 is my favorite number. I can't, yeah, believe, the, I can't believe the odds. <laughs> I love that number. <laughs> um, uh, he's co-opted. He's making fun of us. But no, it's, uh, but, but there is something more digestible about it. And it's well produced. You have video evidence. You have, I mean, you're citing this shit. You're citing from CPS. You're citing the, the actual interview of that girl from the 80s or 90s or whatever it was. Yeah. as opposed to there is something when you see an infographic that's 9,000 by 9,000 pixels on Reddit and it's got 47 different screenshots and red boxes Bro, tying to like it. Like follow the cabal, good information, but can I send that to Granny? Like, is she going to sit through that, you know, what? 10 what? episodes? But then not only that, you have, you know, you have someone my age from 31 or younger, and then oh, there's this yeah. there's this guttural instinctive yeah. where you go, oh, fucking Facebook meme, what is this, some 4chan shit? Right, there is... There is this sort of rejection to where you go, okay, it ends with the hollow earth and reptiles, doesn't it? And it <laughs> but, right? But then it allows you to just gloss over it and not look at the fact yeah, the that. Same thing, are... if we don't make it applicable like a Netflix or a yes. HBO, then you're going to throw it out. So we have to make it, and, and we've been blessed to put it in that way, in that in that way that is industry standard. And yeah. that's good. Yeah. But we what we put in there is real stuff that some people might not ever click on, you know? Yeah. And uh, hopefully we achieved that. And I think we did by the no, response. You will. And again, for everybody listening, it's free. It's on Rumble. I'll put the link in the description. But it's also like what we're doing now. You're not going to listen to this if we just start very stoic faced and we're like one million children. Instead of like, hey, flagpole sitter. Like, you know, we'll start I'm with talking that. to you. We haven't met, but we're like, I, I, this is, it's my sandbox theory. It's like, yeah. when, when you're five and you play in the sandbox, you just start playing with kids for whatever reason. And if you would meet that person 10 years from then, you would probably hang out with them and get along. It's that same thing. Like we're just talking, vibing. We understand it. We have that same similarity. And this is how, because it's real. We're not yeah. sitting up here and we're not like, playing the role. This is what it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's the, the it's the, I know it's like a, a new age kind of like hippie girl wall poster, but I've always loved it. And it's your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. Like you do, kind of. It goes so hard. Yeah, you know, it's it's fucking great, right? It's it's great, and it's funny because you start talking, and then it's like, and we all pick up on the same thing. It's like the same thing you said about like America. Like that's kind of been like my own moment over eight hundred plus episodes. Is like, 
oh, like a, a subtle sort of you feel duped. The more you read about Alan Dulles, the more you read about MK Ultra, the more you read about oh, the banking cartels, you go, why do I have this flag behind me? <laughs> and I've kept it. I, right. Because you start to look at it, you go, Jesus Christ. But then I remember like what it I like what it. that's the reason I've kept it up is what it stands for. The idea is beautiful. The ideals behind it, yes, but I have to tell my little son, like, George Washington didn't have an apple tree, son. He had a Freemason apron. Yeah, <laughs> he did. And he also had, like, 10,000 acres of slaves. That, like, it's <laughs> that's that's another thing. It just kind of gloss over it. And he's like, you can walk from dusk till dawn on my property. And every, and it's just bleep and bleep. You read it, and you're like, this is more insane than, like, what would get you banned from Twitter. And he's the found, and you're like, all right, this is George Apple Washington Apple Tree guy. Yeah, it's insane. But there is kind of one thing I want to get back into. So, like, there's, there's, you know, there's nothing new about the idea of sacrifice. That's, you know, that's something we kind of mock, right? The rain dance, and it's like there's always been this sort of appeasement of the gods, right? It's and it has to be something good, right? When you're when you donate, you're not supposed to donate like a dollar. You're supposed to feel it, right? If you're not making a whole bunch, you're supposed to donate a hundred dollars. That's the idea of you feel the burden of like you know those who are hurting, and it has morphed into a a twenty twenty two thing where it's well, what is it? And you can put you can make it very sterile, right? You go, oh, it's a well, it's it's for body parts, and they use the pluripotent stem cells, and they use vaccine research, and you go, okay, I get it. That is the idea of the sacrifice, right? I, you could say your nine to five is a sacrifice, right? You're going and doing something you don't want, but you get the money. Okay, sure. Do y'all think it is? And this is me genuinely asking. This isn't a criticism because I've thought about this. Is the sacrifice just a capitalist exchange? Or is there something that they still, I've always wondered this, do they believe in the occult because of just its a, it's blackmail potential? Or is I'll tell it... you this, my friend. I'll answer yeah, this. Sure. Because I, used, I, I pondered this. Got it. I used to think it was like the one percenters, the Bilderbergs, you know, the Illuminati, all this. I've been to WEF twice. I've been with President Trump and seen the, the movers and the shakers, right? Uh, I step next to Netanyahu and here comes, I've, I've been, I've seen some things, right? And they, they all have agendas. Yeah. Sure. The thing that is the commonality between these, the people who think they're gods, they want to be God mm-hmm. is they will do whatever it is to achieve that God status. Right. As me, as a Christian, I know that there's only one true God. Right. Sure. And in the Bible, it warns his people not to congregate with the Canaanites who are doing these perversions of sacrificing their kids to the Moloch. Well, Klaus Schwab and Xi Jinping might not be calling each other on the hotline, right? Or or, or uh, Marina Abramovich, but they're being governed by that same principality. And in the Bible, we say we war against principalities and evil of this world, right? Not a flesh, yeah. So if, if, if you don't believe in it, that's you, right? But the principalities that are governing this, they do believe in it, and they use people. Just like when I congregate or meet someone who's a Christian, we have ideals that are the same, and the Holy Spirit uses us together in you know, continuity, right? The same thing with that. It's just the inversion of it. Yeah. And hopefully, if we prove that evil is real, which in this film, if you don't believe evil is real, you have to believe that the counter is just as powerful and is more powerful. I would also add that the capitalist benefits are the perks. Yeah. The the perks. And uh, I think that fear 
and uh, lust, as well as the death of children, are forms of payment. Mm -hmm. So the media incites fear, and that literal fear is an energy. I'm, I'm going to be as hippie yoga girl as you were just now. Fear is an energy, and I think it, it feeds um, something. Principality, demon, them, whatever. I think lust does it too. I think that's why porn is free. Yeah, and then look what COVID just did with fear. And I think that the last one is abortion, uh, which and all all forms of harming children. That's all payment. It's all payment. And then the physical stuff that you get, yeah, you made money on a fetal brain. Perks. Why do all young and up and coming rappers or whatever? Through the through the satanic symbols now. Why is that so prevalent? Why is this on every celebrity? Why? I dude, Google this. I know, I know. It's a meme now. You, it's a meme, but it has reality principles behind it that are real and tangible. Unless they wouldn't do it, then yeah, it's that simple. They wouldn't do it. They this is re they do this for a reason. Please take screenshots of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like when I hold my hand like this, like oh like, yeah. But you know what? That's real. They do it for a reason. You know, it's just it, it's a real thing. And uh, they 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 put it out there to make it seem like it's just pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, dress uh, it up Far from that. It really is. It's I've always wondered if there is like cause, I mean, we're always. I mean, what Joseph Lister, that was like the late 1800s where he was like, hey, I got this idea when we take a knife and do surgery. Like we shouldn't just wipe it off and do another surgery. And mm. people are like, you're a fucking retard. And he was like, no, I've, I really, I have this idea. In the Civil War, they're like, if you got a wound, you pack some dirt into it and you stop being a pussy. Mm. And Lister was like, uh, hold on. And like, <laughs> and that was, that was 150 years ago. Over there, yeah, what pussy is putting, yeah, you got a problem with mud in your wound, son? Wake up. And it's like, okay, hold on. But that was 150 years ago, right? I think about things just like, wi-fi or radar or microwave or you know you be on a you know we're talking right now it's through screens hundreds of miles apart i always think like i wonder if there is more to this than just it's the like i wonder if there is a tangible we've all been in a in, in a in a sports stadium yeah that you when a team it. starts making a comeback okay how about this it. How about this? You've seen people who have smoked a DMT ayahuasca trips. Yeah. They all share the similar experience. Yeah. The same oh, yeah. woman, the same particles. Uh-huh. Well, there is something metaphysical to our existence. And it's, well, there's something energetic too, like Tesla and the guy who came up with um Wilhelm Reich, the organ generating stuff. Like there's um there is an energetic. I hate that that word's been so. No, it's 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 been co-op. There's an energetic. It, Look, like, Steve Jobs like, said he had like, outside help for a lot of things he was coming up with. Yeah, um, it, look at D Wave. And you know, fear. So there's uh, your body generates fields. That's why I can get an EEG. That's why I can yeah. get KG. Right? There's resonance. Uh -huh. There's standing waves that are proceeding from your body when you get a vibe from somebody that's literally Sandbox energy theory is what i yeah that's exactly. a thing. intuition and empathy if you're high in intuition and empathy you can pick up on that stuff really easily with people fear is a resonant standing wave energy whatever you want to call it and if you can just scare the shit out of 350 million people because of what they see on their magic box every it's day it's a control um, it's it's a it's a control device like covid 
literally scared people to go talk to their neighbor. Why? Because they want people to stay in their house. Yeah. They don't want people out there because they can get into stuff that they shouldn't be seeing. Keep them in there. Deliver some Amazon drones to them. Keep there. Shut up. Watch some regurgitated stuff from, from the teleprompter. Uh, we'll keep you scared. Look, hitchhiking was a big thing with my dad growing up. Everybody hitchhiked. It was a normal thing. You need to go to somewhere, go hitchhike. They didn't think someone was going to kill them, okay? Now, the uh, the 80s movie The Hitchhiker came out. Milk cartons with missing kids came out. Fear, fear, fear. You ever think about picking someone off the side of the road? No, you're like, this, no. this will might kill me. Uh, that's what yeah. you think. Now I can help them. Yeah. And it it does you do feel it like there is a you know i've i've been to i've only been to like three weddings and maybe it's my own horrible. bias because wedding, <laughs> horrible. Horrible. no you love them. i can't <laughs> like, do not invite me to i'll go to your wedding yeah. but there and maybe it's because i care for these people but i always feel like there is this like ecstatic moment that everyone kind of it's it's the grief of yeah it's the grief of a or the grief of a funeral there is a bonding thing where much like alcohol allows you to sort of just open up and bond with each spirits. other they're called spirits for a reason my friend. yeah i can't help but think there is a and not some woo-woo hippie girl with dreadlocks i can't help but think in 150 years they're going to look back at us criticizing the idea of vibes the way we look at the guys criticizing joseph lister they're going to be like, oh, no, there very much is a like vibe. I disagree that in the future they're going to look back positively. I think that we did have that perspective, and then they, they just sterilized it out of us. Okay. Oh, God. God. God lives in you. That is the energy. That like That is the good that you feel. Like It's imprinted in us. We're not supposed to create fear, and that's, that's, that's their way of – their tools they use. Yeah. They're used as tools. I'm of the belief that fiction is – that any fiction book you read from any British person from like a hundred years ago or more is more accurate in describing the world yeah. than any textbook that you could pick up off the shelf right now. Yeah. It's, and we're moving further away from that, not closer. I think you're right that it won't be the look back po best case scenario, the look back positively. I think it's, if you were, you know, if you were, if you could look back in time or look forward in time and you had Joseph Lister's insight, you would say, hey, stop telling people about germ theory because you could control the world, right? You hey, could release germs. I think that's our, what it's going to be. How has technology improved ourselves? Has it improved us or has it enslaved us? Like I, we're talking, that's cool. Um, if you say the wrong thing, I'll see you later. Uh, Comcast takes you out. Your PayPal's gone. Like you think you're free, right? Say the wrong thing. I've seen it. I've seen the PayPal go away. I've seen the Twitter go away. I've and seen the YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it all go away because why? I said something in a free country. Mm, that's yeah. Okay. Is it? Well, yeah. see, I've got the I've had the big brain move. You can't be demonetized if you've never been monetized. So I can just, <laughs> yeah, like, you're gonna money. lose your PayPal. I'm like, money. I'm like, what PayPal? They're like, Patreon can just turn it off, and I'm like, you gotta turn it on to turn it off, dude. Uh, like, yeah. I don't have fucking shit. You're gonna get yeah. banned from what? Yeah, from where? Or what? Hey, th so, they'll find something. There in the future. This is what I've always said. How far does it go? Um, being at these mobile tech conferences, being there to see the what what they're producing, the agenda twenty thirty mm -hmm. behind the scenes at these like mobile world congress, WEF, being there and seeing that. Um, the only thing that is keeping this from progressing in uh, a high rate is the internet. Until mm -hmm. you have to put your finger 
and get your IP address that's linked to you where it tracks everything you go, it's too open right now. Yeah. Until they get that where you can't get on that internet and be and, and be free to converse or talk or buy, then it's an open game right now. But trust me, that's gonna they're gonna get nip that in the bud. And it'll be a war, it'll be an underground battle, uh, and it'll be like this will be, hey, sneak this hard drive. It'll become more analog in the future to the people who are bucking the system. Yeah. I Your think games are gonna come in here. Dude, I got I'm stocking up on high eight and my VHSCs. Yeah, like you think I, I goodwill I'm just buying them for collectors. No. You're prepping for twenty thirty. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It is I don't know if you all have ever read any of uh, Leo Zagami's work. I've had him on here several times. Yeah. yeah. He's he's got he's he has a great hypothesis about how it's all I mean, just we are out on this island for this wedding up mm. in New England and there was no service on the island. And at first you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Dude, like three days in, I didn't even realize it until I got back within service. And I was like, oh, I got to kind of get back in a podcast mode. And I like opened up Twitter and it was like Pelosi going to Taiwan nuclear. War. And I instantly just kind of like you on like the grass in Epstein's place. I just felt this, the vibe kind of going down. And I didn't even realize that I had unplugged for a couple days but it was like hey how do you guys think america's gonna end do you think we're gonna break up into factions and i was like i was just on this island just around people i love just looking at a blue yeah. sky like, so that's like in, the, in the bible god tells you want to go connect you go by yourself into the wilderness yes and you connect why because that's god made this this is real like, it is you, it is an inversion yeah it's all inverted the thing yeah. that is yeah. supposed to connect us really is kind of disconnecting yeah. if, if i may go somewhat woo esoteric i'm already there yeah, bro. Like we've gone on that bus. We started. Terence McKenna uh, oh, yeah. suggested that the precious metals uh, that are involved in making circuitry work, it gives you access to all information invisibly throughout all space and time somehow because electricity. Yeah. Uh, that those were the same precious metals that clothe the demons uh -huh. in the Old Testament, and he proposed that uh, this is sort of like a scrying screen it's mm. a portal and knowing everything all the time is not necessarily the best thing in fact yeah. the first sin was choosing to know something that we weren't supposed to know <laughs> so good so uh in addition to that we have a segment in the film about v2k voice to skull which is the ability to um create sensory effects in somebody's brain using radio waves emf mm -hmm. 5g um i've believed for a long time that like okay so when you get a text message on your phone mm -hmm. like if you turn off your phone right now and then somebody texts you right where is it how come when i turn on my phone the text goes right to it well it's in the local tower and it's sitting there and it keeps pinging everything yeah, waiting for you to open the door and it's not just pinging the phone uh is as a physical location, like where the tower is, it's actually just sending out a text repeatedly until this receiver picks it up. All right. Mm -hmm. Meaning in the air, if you have the right devices, which we do, there are EMF readers and stuff like that. You can see all the stuff that's happening that you, that you can't visually see, but it's physically impacting your body and it's physically uh -huh. impacting your brain. I'm of the opinion that there have been, uh, nascent and subliminal data in all of cell signal and Wi-Fi for at least 20 years that all it does, if you've ever watched a film where like, it's like a student film, the director's like, yeah, I put this 
whoa, whoa, because yeah. I want the yeah. audience nauseous because I'm cool and avant-garde. Yeah. I am totally of the belief that they have been inputting data um, subliminally, whether it's just fear or unease or anxiety or anything, and that they can just do that. Well, yeah. We don't know what this does to the human body. We've never subjected our our species to this amount of it's, radio waves and like microwaves and whatever it is ever we don't know we're sitting in yeah. guinea pigs right now uh what did you, so you know the cappy story right yeah are you you were aware of it sure. yeah 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 did you know that he was getting hit by b2k and i know from your documentary i didn't know that but see isn't that good that you someone so hip to the game we you, you learn something and you know what we interviewed the person who was with him the last day the last person to see him she experienced it too yeah in the same car we didn't prompt that we didn't know we looked at each other like dang that was crazy she would have to just lie and make that up for what game yeah so people are car crazy or like she gets death threats or whatever it's it's also I mean, and for anyone that thinks we're going off the rails, look up Havana syndrome. Oh, it, I mean, that's, that's documented. Like, yeah, that's the most that's the most recent and sort of publicly palatable form of of directed energy. Right? That's that is a that is a thing. Is you can do that. That's the China idea was melting people in India with microwaves. Like yeah, Google, they were melting. yeah. We probably sold them the weapons. It's the, it, it, Those it's, Nazis probably made it in the forties. hundred percent. I mean, we use it as the as the crowd control right it's like you use it in to create Japan, sensations they, they of burning high frequency things in, at convenience stores because kids can hear it i mean what is they, a dog what is a literal dog whistle there you go it's to fuck off the dog where everyone else is fine well they uh in the rwandan genocide there's something known as operation crimson mist which was the use of c-130 aircrafts with uh low frequency radio we're gonna make a note of that yeah and they essentially bombarded the hutus and the tutsis with uh, radio waves to the point that they became so agitated they just ripped each other apart. And yeah. if you do that in a lab with rats, like if you hit them with radio waves, you can just get agitation to the point that they murder each other. Even with COVID, how they primed them with the, they do the war games, and then it comes out that oh look this this came out. But we found out in our this other project that they had been doing that. Uh, that's how we got into the Iraq War. They 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 had this war game for anthrax, and then what happens? Oh, anthrax starts hitting the population. The, the, what I'm saying is, this is all programmed by people who want to control you, control you by fear. And COVID really did it. Yeah. That that thing really. They saw oh, everybody will line up for this flu that we can't prove where it's happened or what is it, and then we'll jab you with something that we don't even know what it is, but trust us, and we'll get paid for doing it. And you got to keep coming back for it. And you keep getting what we're supposed to not like, save you from. But that's cool because you might have died, maybe. But if you do go there, we'll kill you so we can get your organs. We're, we're this severe. Bro, they got it all planned out. They got it all left. Some, some, what's the phrase? Someday to Monday, whatever. They got it all planned out. Fuck you six ways from Sunday. <laughs> but I think that's one of them. It's 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 cool. You can you can swear it's. But so this so now it's kind of getting to the even like more meta. So then I think like everything we're talking about. Why is this happening? Why is this? I mean, you can go from religious to why is this allowed to happen to why does it exist at all? And then what is consciousness itself? And why? Are, and if right now we are bipedal carbon based life forms on a rock around a star, right? That's nothing new. And I know it's a bro. We're just monkeys on it. Yes, yeah, shut up. I get it. We could be turtles in a in a different fucking I don't know dimension 
We well, could to, be, uh, you know, just derived from God who made us in his image. There's but, also that possibility. It's but, but what I'm getting at is it doesn't matter what we are, is we mm. are experiencing one another, right? I teach you a math, math, math lesson. I'm having a stroke right now. I'm <laughs> teaching you <laughs> a math <laughs> lesson. Moderna. Yeah. Matt has 10 apples. Nick takes two. How many apples are left? Eight. Matt has 10 bananas. How many bananas? And he gives two. To, so it's the same lesson being taught through different forms. So to me, I try to look at all of this and I'm like, okay, what is this really? Aside from like 10 digits and I got to, no, no, what is it really? Yeah. We seem to be here. We are right now. I mean, go full Terrence McKenna or Ramdas, be here now. We seem to be here. Mm-hmm. We seem to be now. I don't know that the past existed aside from my memories. And I don't know that the future is an illusion. I don't know that I'm not a brain in a vat or I'm in a simulation. What I do know is that I am, and I seem to be experiencing through a multitude of different things, either going to the university of Georgia or losing a brother to suicide or having a toy poodle as a kid or whatever lessons being taught, much like the bananas and the apples. I'm being taught math. I seem to be experiencing good versus evil. Yeah. Why is it happening? I think we're being tested or taught. It might be a test to get into another level. It might just be a, a class we're taking at an infinite graduate school of, of, of becoming perfected souls. Why is this being allowed to happen? And I can't help but think you're here to see it. You're here to, to feel the evil in your bones Right. I mean, again, we're kind of laughing this whole episode, but I mean, you go and watch these. I I have a friend who was passed around child homes as a child. She's turned out she's turned out beyond good, but was brutally raped. You hear it. And that is real. Why is this allowed to happen? Are we here to be? I don't go. I go to the gym every day. I don't question why the weights are heavy. It's supposed to be heavy. And when the weights aren't heavy anymore, I have to move up to a higher weight because the purpose of the gym is to get stronger. So in a perfect God's image universe, why would there be pain? Why would there be SRA? I can't help but think we're this is we're here to learn. We're here to see evil. And how do you act? How do you act? You know, when the time comes, do you stand up? When the music plays, do you dance? I think we're here. Do you stick your head in the sand or do you make a film? Do you Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun? Yeah. So to think that this we're experiencing is anything different, no, it's, it's the same thing. It's just a different version, right? Um, yeah. I, I think have, I have no idea the answer, man. Yeah, and <laughs> to say, oh, this is the answer. Like yeah, I can have my thought of why. I can look at why was Job, why did God allow the devil to put him through everything? Because he, he knew Job had a righteous heart. Yeah. He knew he would pass the test. I even right? asked you a question. It had to have been a year or more ago. I said, uh, God created the heavens. Before he created the earth, he created the heavens, and then he created B'nai Elohim and uh, the angels, mm. right? And because God is all good, there is no evil. And then he created beings that were also could only be pure good. Mm-hmm. So how did they turn away from all goodness and how and turn toward what such that they could fall 
So that we look at it like so we started the interview with this about getting something, that knowledge that he said, don't take that. Don't do not partake in that knowledge. You don't need that. Why? Because it will consume you because you don't need to know about that. They might be mm -hmm. too simplistic for some people. Maybe that's the reality that things are so simplistic. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe God we literally said you have to be like a child to get into heaven. Yeah. Well, uh, rich, it's shit. almost impossible well, I mean... for a rich man to, <laughs> to enter the kingdom. Why? Because he makes things idols. He takes his way out. He makes this his idol. When you what you experienced was real when you were when you were at that wedding. Why? Because you were disconnected from everything that was manufactured that was not real. You actually were tangibly feeling real. Uh, real when we socialized yeah. together. That's real. When I socialize Nick on FaceTime, that's not real. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not. It's you not when it. I feel and I see him and I talk and we're that's real to me, you know? And uh I think the further we get away from that, we're into this realm of like. This substitutes me and you. We can, we can, we can, okay, we can see each other. We can talk. We can substitute that as okay. But how more engaging would it be for me and you to sit down and talk and look each other in the eye? And I can feel sure. it. I can, when I'm interviewing someone, I can feel them. Yeah. Um, I, I start every interview out with a prayer. I pray, right, that the Holy Spirit leads it, even to atheists. I know they're an atheist, right? I accept that, okay? Did it with Malone. But, but they, I did it with Malone. But they accept me for who I am. Mm -hmm. They know my worldview, and hopefully they'll accept, and they do. Not one has said, I'm not going to sit through this. They they accept it, right? And it's because I can't, I can have that intimate moment where we can just, and people, and he will attest to it while we're talking, will open up to me as a per perfect stranger and divulge things they've never talked about. Malone did it in our interview. Mm -hmm. Um Look, there's something with the with the being together. And when I see technology, it's doing nothing but separating it, but fooling you, saying yeah. we can be in You can talk to grandma. Put on the freaking iPad, dude. You can talk to grandma. Grandma's like, kind of put this on. I work this. Like, she misses. Oh, uh, we were talking about uh, Andrew Tate the other day because he seems to be like, you know, on, on everybody's YouTube here. You know Andrew Tate? No. Okay. Oh, you must. The yeah. algorithm hasn't forced its way into your life. <laughs> so well, he was saying, like, grandma, he looked at this, like, her 90th birthday. She was responsible for 70 people's lives at that party. It wasn't his what. Grandmother. She, yeah, yeah. It wasn't what she did. It wasn't how accomplished she was or what job or where they were. It was that was she created life. Yeah. And it was beautiful because all those people had a story. Once we get more into contact about really caring about the people who were around, I think we'll see a difference in this world. And uh, that's what Christ said. How do you know that you love me? You love one another like I love the church. Mm -hmm. That's true love. How do you know you love your wife? You love your wife like I love the church. And how does your wife show you love? She's submissive to you. And that word is now bad, submissive. No, that means I'm, I will do anything for you. Well, love, love is intrinsically submissive. It's submissive and it's vulnerable. I, uh, uh, in my film, I did a, a documentary on uh, the USS Liberty called Sacrifice and Liberty. Oh, uh, yeah. That, um, I mean, yeah. So, um, and I just finished I, a book that, on that. I, yeah, that docu docuseries is the best on the USS Liberty. Um, this is a little shill plug there. Um, <laughs> but worry. at the end of it, it's it, I leave a quote saying, how do you love one? And uh, how do you show that you love somebody, you die for, you give their life for that person? That's true love. Like, dying for that person man do we do that enough but even with that mindset well i can tell you that the films that we do 
people warn us not to do it. Oh, you're going to die. You're going to don't make a film on the USS Liberty. Mossad's going to come kill you. Don't make a film on the SRA. They're, they're going to kill you and get the, and do it. That's how they fear. They want to hit you with that fear not to do it. I love you and humanity enough. And I respect God that he gave me the ability to do this. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the films that he puts on my heart. No matter what the consequences, I love life. Though I'm not gonna be walking on bridges. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's. But it makes me think of like, I don't know. Whenever I'm, whenever I have like shit to do, mm. it's. I always look at it as like a unit of pain. Like you got to clean your apartment. There's just it's just dirty. That's like one unit of pain. You can either go through the unit of pain now, or you can sit around procrastinating. Procrastinating is another unit of pain because you're not enjoying what you're doing. You're thinking about the work you have to do, and then you still have to do it. So there's two units of pain for something that should have cost one. So that's been my logic from the get-go with this podcast. Dude, you interview Dr. Malone, you talk about things you're not supposed to. I'm like, well, listen, if Mossad or some Pfizer mercenary is going to come blow my head off, do it. Because if you don't do it and I just sit around, you know, the Maya Angelou, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story. That goes for fulfilling your own dreams as well as doing what you know is right in your heart. So if I don't do something, if I don't be open about losing a brother, if I don't be open about my own fears and my own quandaries with with atheism and, and being Christian and becoming an atheist and going back to Christianity and trying to be respectful of people that are still not there and you know having on Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough and at the same time having someone on saying the vaccine is the best thing, if I don't go through all these things and try to be as honest and as truthful as I am, if I just sit around and go, well, I shouldn't talk about that. I should review iPhones. I'm going through these units of pain and then I'm going to die pr taking it to the grave. So when you, when people, you know, don't make that film or don't talk about this, they're going to come get you. Do it. Just stop. If, if, if we're, if we're making out at the bar and, and, you know, with some foreplay, either let's go home or fucking tell me I'm a fat, ugly pig and leave me. But don't blue ball me. Like, let's fuck is, or I'm going to go home and jerk off. The thing so, is, like, regret is the, the is the thing that I, I I tell my son, my little daughter. She's not old enough to understand, but regret. That's the that's the one thing you don't want to have. Yeah. You don't want to have any regret. If So if you're going to come kill us for doing – kill you guys for doing this and me for interviewing you, then do it. And let's end this shit show and I'll go someplace better. But I'm not going to be here in a place where this is allowed to exist. And I'm not going to sit around going, well, we should talk about it because I don't want to die. It's just sorry. I want to point out, <laughs> bring up story. And you're asking the question, why is there evil in this story? And if we're assuming when you read a book, you learn about the author and how they played out the story and the characters and the environment and what they painted with and all these different things to tell a story, you learn about the author, right? I know Tolkien somewhat and what he thought about the world. If you read Lord of the Rings and the yeah, Hobbit. Fought in World War One. So if you read uh, the Bible and you observe this world through that lens, now you're seeing God as a storyteller. Okay. And if that's the case, then that informs you about what he likes and what he doesn't like and the characters and evil. And I'm not I'm not setting this up because I have an answer. This is just what I've been thinking about that. OK, God would then have to be the greatest storyteller on Earth. Meaning, at least in our experience, if I watch a movie and it's literally just the most exciting, cool thing ever, it's not a good movie. Right. You have to just cry you have to cry yeah. so hard 
and lose everything. And then at the end, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, the Christ is the, uh, savior, right? He's the, he's the redeemer. He's like, I'm going to take all that bad and, and put it on me. I don't understand it for a second. I truly have, I have no understanding of why there's evil or suffering or anything like that. I don't get it at all. Um, how can you understand good without evil though? How I don't know you? why even there is even. But how would you or, know what good is if there yeah, wasn't a counterpart have to it? Up without down, you can't have yeah. wet whatever it is. Dry. It's information about um, the storyteller and about the world that we live in. And I don't think there's probably anyone better to do it than the God of the universe. Uh, and that kind of leads to the the other point that I wanted to make, which is that God said that. Unless you're like one of these little children, you won't enter the kingdom of heaven. And then he also told Adam and Eve to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He said there are certain things that you shouldn't know because it's not good for you. Mm. And I also had a podcast called The Prodigal Podcast because I was raised Catholic. Then I became an atheist and I was suicidal. And I thought, hey, before I kill myself, maybe I should see if I could disprove atheism. And then I did. And I went through years of just consuming as much knowledge as I could to try and understand to like get the answer so I could justify my own existence and existence itself. Um, and again, I'm setting this up without having an answer, but I am recognizing it's your um, personal answer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm yeah. recognizing that I have a, a endless bang my head against the wall desire to know all of the things and that God said, stop. <laughs> yeah. Never gonna, it's not good for you. Just be like a child and follow me. But yeah. I think I think that is the if you're to have free will, you it's going away to college and instead of your parents saying, "Don't drink too much, don't smoke too much," they go, "You're on your own now," and then you get pissed drunk and you're vomiting in a bush at four in the morning and you're going, "I'm hey, I'm not going to do that anymore." But you have to learn it yourself, and that is that is free will. You have to go see all the things to see what the pain is and. Again, I don't have my own. It. The only thing I can think of is, is we're here to experience and become wiser for some bigger game. I don't know what. If I can finish middle school and go to high school and finish high school and go to college and finish college and go out into the world. And, and every year I look back and go, there was so much pain, but now I know more and I feel like right. I can help others more. Some of that and, pain you don't need to go through, though, because um, uh, you took that you took that me uh, there's these, I, I look at it like this. God has all these lanes. He knows everything, right? So he has all these lanes you can go through and he provides lanes that are easy and you can go right on through. But the ones that are hardest is the ones that you want to go through. You, you paved your own road at 19. I was throwing raves in warehouses and, and I thought I was like, you know, I was doing it. You know, I was, I was, you know, doing drugs, selling drugs, living that life. Uh, it, it, I learned a lot. I learned how to have a, a million dollar insurance policy at 19 mm -hmm. or you know, hire police officers. But I also created a lot of destruction, right? Uh, people who went to my party, some overdose and died. Mm -hmm. You know, um, me, myself, I came home weighing 120 pounds, knocking on my door. My parents anemic, like, like just ate up from living in a warehouse for a few years and throwing crazy parties. But also with that was life's lessons learned. And then I look back, should I have made those lessons? Would I have experienced and know what is real and true? Because when I took a tab of X, mm -hmm. I felt great, but I had to. There was no other choice. That's what the drug did. Yeah. I could not not feel happy. Yeah, It was instant, but it was not real. 
when you also ask, do you, okay, yeah, you went through this. Does my son have to go through this? So I I tell him, I was like, you're going to have to, I went through there. I won't hold it back. I tell him, but you know, I went through a lot of pain. I had a lot of good times, but were they real or were they just manufactured? If I took a drug, I have to feel good. It's the point of the drug, right? Um, And I felt when I would take that and then that, that felt not real. When I learned that that wasn't a real feeling, that's when I stopped, you know, and, and, it, and I want I wanted real. And maybe that's why I choose the films I do, because uh, I can't watch a Marvel comic movie because it ain't real. I need real. He's like, I just watch documentaries. I feed on it. I love it. It's just because it's real, you know. I can't listen uh, to and, fiction books. I only listen to nonfiction. And, and, and why is it? Because it's like. He loves he loves cinema well, because still. fiction's more true than your nonfiction. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> that might be. Yeah, <laughs> but even that though, like, do we have to go through these experiences? Are there easier ways to learn the le- that in itself is a lesson? Yeah, That's what sure. I mean. So it's all it's all our own. What it's it doesn't wrong. have to be your own though. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. there there yeah. is uh, there was instructions through the Bible. I'm just talking. There are instructions for you and this path he's like let give me uh let me be your yoke right i will hold on your problems because i want to for me i want to always deal with myself i can do it i'm going to do it i don't even need anybody i'm going to do it that does not gain the 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 what you want and like that doesn't give me the gains right yeah when i when i was submissive to him things worked out uh, easier for me, right? I, I wasn't fighting it the whole time. Uh, letting go is something that's hard for me because I want to, I don't want yeah. anybody to edit my movie. I don't want anybody to shoot it. I don't want anybody to do. He's the only person I've worked with in like 20 years of making films because I was that guy. I didn't yeah. want, don't touch me. I know how to do everything. When I get brought him in, wow, it, it, it was a new dynamic. But I had, he, I had, he had to earn my trust too. Like I was like, and, and call it asshole thing or whatever but legitimately i was like uh but i saw it in him like he made a film very young at 19 or something i was like you can't teach that you cannot teach that that is someone who saw what he wanted and did it uh you with your podcast you didn't wait to someone hey buddy you want to come in and you i'm gonna do this like you can't teach that type of thing you know and um but going back to where is it centered for me there's a bigger pers- purpose than it is for me. It used to be me centric. I want to throw the biggest party. I want to yeah. do the most drugs. I want to have the best, you know, all this stuff. It got me broke, dead. Like there was no substance behind it. Uh, and so, like, yeah, the, when I when I when I gave myself to to the Lord and, and found that real truth in it, I saw a tangible truth. And 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 the beautiful thing is, it's a personal thing. I can tell you everything. I can raise someone from the dead. People like that's Photoshop. You know, <laughs> it's like your own personal experience. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's what it is. That's the journey too. It's the beautiful thing. It's the journey, man. It's lovely. And on that note, we're gonna have to wrap this one up because I have another podcast I have to do. No, I want to go but... another hour. Come no, on, hey, Tommy, fuck off. This is my I show now. Eight seventy five is us too. <laughs> This match just starts breaking down. This is my show. I'm your brother. I'm like, all right, dude. 
Dude, I would love to have y'all back on. I would love to go down Let's the do rabbit it. hole with all. I genuinely mean that. I'm not. I'm not yeah. sucking your dick. I, I genuinely mean that. Y'all, y'all, are two cool motherfuckers. I want to go down yeah, the buddy. whole rabbit hole with you guys. I want to watch all your documentaries. But for everybody listening, these little ones, I'll put it in the description. It's free on Rumble. It's 59 minutes. You're on Rumble. You can go up to 2x speed, watch it in 30 minutes. That's what I do with audiobooks. Do whatever you want. It's How great. How dare great. you? You do. You put it in slow motion, and it's. The I said it was. I said it was just like free will. It is a choice you can make, or you can watch it in one X speed as it was designed. Six minutes flies by, though, right? It's fucking fantastic. It's genuinely good. I'm not. Yes. I'm just genuinely good. It's We're palatable. Put you on it's the trailer real. now. It's fantastically good. Hell yeah! This guy's like, hey, that's the guy that got banned from YouTube. We don't. You know, we're all banned from YouTube in a way. But um, Matt and Nick, guys, that was such a pleasure talking to you. Um, I, 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 we're gonna do another one. That was great. Even though let's just talk about the USS Liberty. Just get further. Ooh, watch Sacrifice and Liberty. Let's talk about it. Yeah, oh, you yeah. Love it. I'll send you a link. Yeah. Thank you so much, my guys. I'll get all your info. I'll put it in the description, and I will make sure to get in touch with you guys tonight. And we will uh, schedule another one. Yeah. Um, we'll see guys, each other and give each other a hug one day where it's real. Big hugs, yeah. and not this, <laughs> not this demonic FaceTime bullshit. Um, guys, thank you so much. Awesome, much, bro. much love. Great documentary. Put it in the description. Everybody out there, stay safe. God bless. Matt and Nick.